0: Mr. Xavier Reese and the foregone simple truths about the coming Antichrist.
1: It is certain as you are sitting here this morning, the Antichrist is coming. He will be a real person, he will occupy a real point in time, and will occupy real authority. He will have his coming in the earth just as Jesus had his first coming. And if we are the generation, then the Antichrist has to be alive somewhere in the world today. He would have to be.
0: Welcome to Simple Truths, the daily half-hour study of God's Word with Xavier Reese, Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel of Pasadena, California. Over the years, there's been plenty of speculation as to the identity of the Antichrist prophesied in Scripture. As a matter of fact, the Apostle Paul was even compelled to correct misinformation regarding the coming lawless one being spread around the early church at Thessalonica. And so, continuing in our series from the book of 2 Thessalonians, Pastor Xavier assembles together what information we can be certain of as confirmed through Scripture with today's lesson titled, The Deceiver and the Deceived. Let's get started.
1: In an examination at a Christian school, a teacher asked the following question What is false doctrine? Up went a little boy's hand, and there came this answer It's when the doctor gives the wrong stuff to people who are sick. Although the little boy had obviously confused doctrine with doctrine, he arrived at the correct definition. Too many people are being given bad doctrine, spiritually speaking, in the church today. And they are being deceived. The deception today is not so much from the outside. That's always been there. from within the church. And we have to be careful. The plumb line is the scriptures. The man may be sincere. The man may sound profound. But you let the plumb line hang. And let it call it as it is. It must be the scriptures. Paul has clearly shown the Thessalonians that the day of the Lord had not come. And to believe so would be to believe contrary to the scriptures. There would first come a falling away, and he made that clear. Then the restrainer would be removed. Those two things had to happen. Then and only then would the Antichrist, the man of lawlessness, be revealed. Having said that in this whole section, and he gets into real detail because they are perplexed, they are confused, they are in an agitated state of mind and heart, and he's clearing up some very specific points. Not that they were new, but a reminder again. But they are recorded for us here in a way like nowhere else. Having done that, Paul reveals the deception of the man of lawlessness at his coming now. Verses 9 through 12. And he tells us three things about this. Let me read it here. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs and lying wonders and with all unrighteousness, deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but at pleasure and unrighteousness. These are the three things that Paul tells us and reveals to us about the deception of the man of lawlessness that is coming. It's certain. First, the nature of his coming in verse 9 and the first part of 10. Then the people of his following, the rest of verse 10. And then the outcome of his followers in verse 11 and 12. Let's begin here with the nature of his coming. Notice first, his presence Is physical. The coming of the lawless one. It is certain, as certain as you are sitting here this morning, the Antichrist is coming. He will be a real person, he will occupy a real point in time, and will occupy real authority. He will have his coming in the earth just as Jesus had his first coming. If that is true, And if we are the generation, and if we have and are in the midst of that last apostasy, then we have to conclude, and those two things are conditional. If we are, and if it is the last falling away, the very one he's talked about in the past, in our studies, then the Antichrist has to be alive somewhere in the world today. Okay? He would have to be. Now... As you know, the word for coming there is parousia, and it means presence. It was used of a royal visit of an emperor who was a manifested deity, according to Rome. The Greeks used it for the manifestation of their gods. The same word is used of the physical presence of Jesus many times, but in verse 8, with the brightness of his parousia, coming. So the very same way that Jesus had His physical presence So the Antichrist will have A physical presence He is an imitator He's an imposter He's a duplicator He's a counterfeit There has to be a genuine For there to be a counterfeit All he does is imitate Throughout the scriptures You see it all the time To deceive Notice also he will be An incarnation of evil As Jesus was an incarnation of God Paul puts it this way in 1 Timothy 3.16. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed in the world, received but the glory. Now, we can understand that. But to grasp it continually in detail, we can't understand it. But there are so many things in the Scripture we do understand very clearly. They're very simple. And we know that God has been true to them. That what we don't understand in Scripture... We understand that it's true, though we don't understand it completely, because it's based on God's character, and He's got a good reputation. The godliness that appeared in the flesh to Christ is something that is beyond our understanding to the full end. But equally, it came in the fullness of time. Paul told the Galatians four four, God sent for the Son, made of a woman, under the law, when the fullness of time had come. Right on time, when Rome was in place, when the roads were. Ready? When the Greek language was the language of the world, God says, now, right on time. Keep that in mind when you think God's late. From your perspective, he may be late. From his perspective, right on time. In fact, as Christ came right on time, we already saw in verse 6 of chapter 2 here, what Paul says, and now you know what is restraining, that he may be revealed here in his own time. This is the Antichrist. He has his own time too. Very specific time. The falling away, the removal of the church. So, I mean, he hits it from every direction so they cannot be mistaken anymore. This is important. The mystery of godliness is in contrast to the mystery of of, um, of lawlessness and vice versa. The mystery of lawlessness is the epitome of evil. Now, you and I are, are live in the presence of evil to a real extreme today. Yet, it is nothing compared to what it's going to be. He is the ultimate of evil. He is the personification of evil, even as Christ was a personification of right and of God. But notice, secondly, too, here in 9, his source is satanic. According to the working of Satan, he is working in Dependence of Satan The word working means Power and action We get a word energy from it Now if you go up to the parking lot And you put your car in first gear And light your tires up And somebody sees you burn out As they fix their eyes on those tires They would not think to themselves Boy those are some powerful tires Now, the the energy is being manifested there, the product of it, but the process is behind the hood, underneath it. And the same thing with the Antichrist, okay? The sort of satanic. He's the vessel, the instrument. The same word, but in a different form, is used for the fact that the mystery of lawlessness is already at work in the world. And is moving towards the climax. We saw that in verse 7. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he's taken out of the way. So, the the spirit of Antichrist we've seen in the past has been here from the beginning. First John tells us that. And we've seen it increasing. And we're going to look at some of those evidence of today's society. And it's going to culminate in him. That same spirit is still present now. It will be present... In the person, in the future It's in principle and power now Very important But also he is in partnership with Satan He ascends from the bottom of this pit The abuso, the shaft, Revelation 17, 8 says We have an expression, you know, he's from the pit of hell or something What we mean by that is, boy, He's evil his work in his blasphemous, Ezekiel, Revelation 13.1 says. He receives his power, his throne, and great authority from the dragon, Satan, Revelation 13.2 says. It's interesting to know that the beast and the false prophet are cast in the lake of fire in Revelation 19.20. And the devil is also cast in the lake of fire, Revelation twenty verse ten. Now you notice something here? He is distinct from Satan. There's Satan, the antichrist, which is also called the beast, and the false prophet. There's three different individuals. Don't confuse them. They're distinct. Now notice also here 30. His credentials are supernatural. He reveals all power, meaning miraculous force, power to solve sinister schemes and world problems. Daniel 8:23 says, Our world is in a mess today. I don't know if you're aware of that. (laughs) I always try to correlate. How can they believe that things can be so bad and then say the man is so good? It's inconsistent, isn't it? Power of speech to captivate people, Daniel 7.20 says. Now, we've all experienced seeing someone at one point in our life, a person who has charisma, a person who talks, and, and, and people gravitate to them. People just... They even go along when they know something's not correctly right. They, people have this magnetism. Some people do. He will be the epitome of it. Power to cause craft to prosper. Daniel eight twenty five and eleven forty three says he's going to be a bear on Wall Street. <laughs> Craft's going to prosper. The Dow's going to go up. If you're around and you've distribute and dispersed your portfolio very nicely and equally, you're going to make a lot of money. But it'll come to an end. But you're going to be excited if you're left behind. Because one of the gods of that period is money. Jesus said that because of money, the word of God is choked down. The cares of this world the richest. Nothing wrong with them in and of themselves but when they become our our, our master, our possession, our goal and they rule us, they destroy us. Power. But remember he's not greater than God. All of this is done by permission. Satan is a fallen angel. The Antichrist is a man. God is greater. But notice secondly, he reveals signs which means an Indication or token as evidence of supernatural authority. When someone does something at work, they demonstrate authority. When they say something and someone does it, they demonstrate authority. Well, he is going to reveal signs demonstrating the authority he has. And people are in awe. You know how many people get deceived every day because people do certain things? Spiritually speaking, they can do miracles, signs and wonders. And they're deceived. That's no credential for spirituality. We'll see that as we move along. In fact, the false prophet and antichrist both will do these signs and miracles. Revelation 13, 11 through 15 says. Jesus told us about it in the Olivet Discourse. Thirdly, notice he reveals wonders. It means something that causes one to watch and observe and marvel and to be in astonishment. With the TV, there's so many things that are, 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 are presented that you can see. Uh, I have the Discovery Channel, and I see operations. I see. I just saw this last week, this little girl, she had her hair torn out or something, and they had to put balloons in her head and, and blow it up, stretch the skin out. And then they pull that skin all the way back and sewed it so that her hairline, and amazing. And they're washing her hair as she's out and everything else. And astonishment in what man can do. Well, this man is going to just blow the whole world's mind. He's going to do things that people are going to say, Did I see what I saw? Revelation 17a says, They that dwell on the earth shall wonder. The false prophet is the focus of signs and wonders. Revelation 13, 11 through 18 says. Because he's the sidekick. Remember I told you duplicate. Genuine counterfeit John the Baptist The PR man for Jesus Christ The false prophet PR man for the Antichrist Interesting Now notice the word lying It refers to all three Elements And is descriptive of their intent They are steeped in falsehood In order to seduce people from the truth This is the bottom line To seduce them from truth Listen to Jesus as he spoke to the religious rulers The Jews In John eight forty four. You are of your father the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, same word, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. There's the ultimate source. We see that today, in a smaller scale. But we'll see the ultimate through the Antichrist. The same word, by the way, is used here. That all three elements are used uh, to describe uh, the works that Jesus did and his apostles, in the scriptures. So you have the genuine, you have the counterfeit. Always. Notice fourthly here, the beginning of verse 10. His character is descriptive. And with all deception, he will appear as a man of peace. We've seen this in the white horse in Revelation 6. Yet war, famine, pestilence, and death will follow him. There's a lot of people that promise a lot, but they can't deliver. Sin is like that. If you're about 40 years old, you can look back and see how deceptive sin is. It promised you so much, it magnified the benefit, and it minimized the consequence. It magnified the thrill. And it hid the scars and pain. Such he will be. He will make a seven-year covenant with Israel. Or Israel with him. He will break it in the middle of that seven years. Daniel 9.27 Now, there's nothing more deceptive than for a leader to promise his people something. And then break his promise. People remember that. The only thing is, he's going to have absolute power, and there's nothing they can do. So there's nothing more frustrating than to know that you can't do anything about it. Have you been there? Then you know what I'm talking about. If you've ever been deceived, and there's nothing you can do about it, that's a horrible place. He will help to build a temple, and then he will go in and establish himself and declare himself God. We've seen that in chapter 2, verse 4. Revelation 11, 1 and 2. We get that record there also. Now, Jesus warned of the danger in the Olivet Discord. Listen to him in Matthew twenty four twenty four, For false Christ and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. He warned. And yet, how many people in the church are being attracted by signs and wonders? Am I speaking against the gifts of the Spirit of God? Never. Am I saying God cannot heal today? Absolutely not. He heals. But what he does, he does decent and order and according to scripture. You understand? Very important. Nicodemus came by night to Jesus. And he was a rabbi, a rabbi, teacher of teachers in that day. And he said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God. For no one can do these signs that you do unless God be with him. True or false? False. False. Because the Antichrist is going to come, he's going to be able to do them directly from Satan, and he's not from God. So anytime anybody attempts to use miracle signs and wonders to say that they are in the place where God is, they're wrong. Now it may be, but those signs and wonders have to be in accord with the plumb line. In fact, there is a movement called Signs and Wonders in the last 10 to 15 years. And that's what they focused on, Signs and Wonders. And so far that they did so many signs that we all wondered. Um, And um, beyond the scriptures, I've seen people get healed. I've seen people get their lives turned around. I've seen drug addicts without withdrawals. I know God still moves, but according to scripture. You know, Hitler was a hero to most Germans. But the inworkings workings of his character and plan were there from the beginning, right? He promised that every German would have a car in a garage. He gave us a VW, the Volkswagen. <laughs> but he had an agenda. And the same with the Antichrist. In fact, we had a young lady who came to church here. And her mother was one of Hitler's followers. And... To the very day, she refused to believe that he was so evil that it was all propaganda against him. Deception is hard. Deception is blinding. Deception denies the truth. You may say, well, how can this be? If you're a parent, you can understand. Because your kids see you if you're walking with God. And if they choose not to walk with God, you're saying, I don't know. I don't get it. They see what God has done in our life. They see this. They see that. Why not? Deception. Blindness. Let me give you some real practical application regarding this point. Because we won't be here when he comes, okay? The physical presence of evil in our day is overwhelming. Remember, the spirit of Antichrist is already present, right? Has been and is growing. The seeking of help from paranormal agents to solve crime by police agencies is a norm now. Even 10 to 15 years past, it wouldn't happen as a norm. People laughed at it. But it's working for them. Do you think God's telling them? Uh Uh-uh. It's demons. The number of movies that depict demons and demon possession and the exalting of it. Just look at your TV guide. Look at the movies that come out. Now, there have always been movies and that, but I'm talking about the increase in the very uh, detail, sucking in almost, the attractiveness of it. The character of our day is deception, morally and ethically, teaching that our children do not need to prescribe to an abstinent, moral, sexual life. But in fact, premarital sex is good for them because they can make right choices and they know what they're getting into. Uh, so they hand out condoms as if they're going to use them, and in fact they're sending them to their death. Because it's a lot easier to hand out a condom than to pour your life into a person. The AIDS virus and the facts about AIDS are distorted and are complete lies at times, sending people to their graves. The homosexual lifestyle is presented as an alternate, normal lifestyle to redefine the family, the spirit of Antichrist is at work Paul said the source of all this is satanic in nature listen to him for such are false apostles deceitful workers transforming themselves into apostles of Christ and no wonder for Satan himself transformed himself into an angel of light therefore it is no great thing if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness whose end will be according to their works it's progressing forward people now be careful that you as a Christian don't see a demon under every little rock I mean Those things that really are pointed to that, fine, mark them. Make discretionary, common sense with logic and with reason and with scripture. But don't get so extreme where you're seeing a demon under every door and every little place, okay? Because if that's all your kids hear, you tune them off. Instruct them through the word. The nature of his coming is satanic. We see it all around us.
0: Pastor Xavier Reese and a view of the last days through the eyes of Scripture. And you can find this program online to hear any portion you may have missed. Just browse for today's date in the radio listings link at calvarychapelpasadena.com Now, you won't want to miss the remainder of this exciting study next time as well. But for those who won't be able to tune in, you can always pick up a copy of this message on CD for only $4. And make sure you pass on this lesson to a friend or loved one when you're finished with your own study. Once again, the title to ask for is The Deceiver and the Deceived. Or simply mention today's date. You can request your copy by writing Simple Truths, 2200 East Colorado Boulevard, Pasadena, California, 91107. Or to make your request by phone, Call 800-926-1485. Again, that's 800-926-1485. Or the address once again is Simple Truths, 2200 East Colorado Boulevard, Pasadena, California, 91107. And thanks for mentioning the call letters of this station when you get in touch. This helps us with our stewardship of this ministry. What is God's heart toward the lost? That's coming up when you join Pastor Xavier Reese for the next edition of Simple Truths. Simple Truths with Pastor Xavier Reese, a daily half-hour broadcast, is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel of Pasadena, California. www.calvarychapelpasadena.com